What is good, y'all? You're tuning in to the Dope Girl Dialect Podcast, a high-tool guide for the independent creative. It's your girl, Samantha Shade. It's Jan's the goddess. And we are holding it down for Jodeci, not the group. <laughs> she got held back um, due to her supplementary income. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be in the way sometimes. <laughs> You know, but she'll be back on the next episode. Um, but we're going to hold it down for her today. And um, on today's episode, we're going to be joined by the lovely Shay Myrick. Woo woo. Hey. hey, girl. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. And just let everybody know a little bit about yourself and who you are, what you do. Okay. Yeah. So I am a not New York gentrifier. I am a transplant. Okay. Just letting everybody know. No, that is a job at Ayana. <laughs> but um, I moved here to New York um, working in magazine publishing. And I kind of transitioned from working solely with content to now working with branded content. I'm more of a digital space and a creative agency within um, okay. Condé Nast. So Hopping. it's a journey, but <laughs> I'm excited. We're glad Thank to you. have you here. Thank you. Um, and, you know, on each episode of Dope Girl Dialect, we like to define a word that encompasses or kind of is a part of the aspect of being an independent creative. And the key word today is network or to network. Um, and, of course, the definition is to exchange, interact with other people, exchange information and develop contacts, especially to further one's career. So we all know what networking is. Exactly. We've all been in uh, places where we are able to network. I remember in college, they would have networking events that we would do for credit. And it was so awkward. It was because it's so like forced and you're Mm -hmm. like, all right, well, they said I'm only getting credit if I get this amount of business cards. Mm -hmm. Like it's so forced, you know what I mean? But I guess you have to put yourself out there. Yeah, like even the college experience in general, like that whole experience, those four years is built off networking. Like who you meet in your classes, you're paying attention to how many classes you have with a specific person. Mm -hmm. And that's how you kind of build up that community of whatever it is. Like it doesn't matter what your major is, whether it's nursing, pharmaceuticals, (laughs) you know, like, you know, physical fitness. You're going to like I've always had class with like at least three or four four or five of the same exact people and even post-graduation i still follow them Mm -hmm. to where they are now that's your squad yeah like you you bounce ideas off of them because you were learning the same kind of ideas and ways to build Mm. that word build let's build that's how i feel like networking out there (laughs) that's how i think networking events are like let's build but no you could do it in a genuine way it doesn't have to be feel forced especially when you're transitioning to um your junior level positions or even yeah. like your entry level positions mm-hmm. you're really kind of it's there's an art to networking that i think I don't, yeah it's, i don't like the term networking yeah. it feels like very premeditated and like phony to me you know i kind of like to use like you know like forging relationships kind of but exactly i don't know it just seems very calculated and not genuine with the term networking in but, my head you both said something about it feeling genuine. Like, when is it a moment where you feel like, okay, like, it's a dub right now. Like, I don't feel like talking to anybody mm-hmm. about work. Like, I'm just in a, here in this space to, like, yeah. experience life and relax. Like, like at what point do you say, <laughs> all right, this is not the time to be doing this? Ooh, just having that 
sense of self and like knowing yeah. if you're at Casablanca at 12 a.m., not the best time to walk <laughs> up to Jamila Lemieux. Right? Okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe in a friendly and fun situation, but yeah. I like to look at it like be in the spaces where those people that you want to meet and connect with and maybe forge a relationship where they are. Exactly. We know where people, especially I kind of like, you know, I, I think a lot about where media folks are. So like, yes, where are they going to be at? What events are those going to be? Make that presence and make that friendly connection there. And then later on, when you're at something more formal, quote unquote, then it's like, oh my God, yes, we were turning up together on the dance floor at Casablanca. How are you? I did want to talk to you about interactive, you know what I mean? You're able to just kind of organically, but calculated and strategically, just like creating, just like how you meet friends as an adult, Mm -hmm. almost. I think that that's how you kind of have to take that approach. Um, Just... Yeah, being your fun selves and then just knowing like, nah, this is not the time. She has Hennessy. He or she has Hennessy in their yeah. hands right now. We're going to turn off. <laughs> we, we, are, we ourselves need to like turn our brains off sometimes. Right, exactly. Just have fun with those like media personalities or whoever it is when you want to connect to. Yeah. And then just think about this. It's a, unfortunately, I think networking is a, it's kind of like a, a chain effect like it's not something that's going to happen instantly mm-hmm. like to make a lasting connection where someone's going to give you that next opportunity that yeah. next job opportunity mm-hmm. but it's just oh, that's why it's so exhausting it's yeah, like it alright <laughs> fine I want to meet you and then next week I'm going to see you here and then you know then yeah. I'm going to hone in and target it that's mm-hmm. the truth like I, I feel like people who listen to this podcast will know that Sam is the shy shy one <laughs> I, I would never know, know. Yeah, I never know when it's the right moment to, like, say something. And I work in an environment, like, I work part-time at a restaurant as a hostess. And we get a lot of people in and out. Like, a couple weeks ago, we had, um, who was it? Clive Davis in. And I'm walking him to his table, you know? And then we have, like, Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripper having private events in our dining room and stuff like that. And it's just, like... I never know the moment where they give me a look and it's like a look of like, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Ask me that question. Like, you know, (laughs) like I never know if that's like the true moment or if I should just be like, I'm just going to chill. Let y'all be like, y'all out here to eat. Like, I'm just going to chill. I feel like you can kind of, you kind of feel it a little bit in terms of if you have the opening to do it. Mm -hmm. So in my head, sometimes if there's somebody I want to, I want to connect with, but I feel like it's the timing is off. I'd be like, you know what? If it's meant to be, I will see them again and we'll have the conversation that we need to have. Cause sometimes it's just not the time. And some people don't get that. Like, yeah, we're turning up, but this person is not even going to remember your pitch that you're trying to give them in the middle of the dance floor. So, and yeah, I think people for me, sometimes I'm like, listen, I don't, I'm not even trying to Hey, take my number down. Like, let's do this. Let's connect. Like, Come at me in a different, you know, space. And like don't in make the it club, feel, the yeah. fucking music and the yeah. bass is loud as fuck. And you're literally. <laughs> I mean, but sometimes, honestly, though, you could. Connections can happen that way. You know what I mean? But I guess it depends on the timing, who the person is, what you're asking. I guess. Yeah. I do think that we have to, like, just come correctly. Like, you know, we're we're we're. You know, at positions in our careers, we want to, you know, move up the ladder. There's people that we look up to. Like, I think that, like, we always have to be on and ready as if we're going to see them in five minutes. You know what I mean? So it's like having your business card, having your elevator pitch that's quick and succinct and to the point, Mm -hmm. you know, 
also maybe even having the questions that you want to know from these people who you want to connect with because you could be at the restaurant in line for the restroom and you're having that like two minutes or so like with Kelly Rip as a um, brand manager right next to you you know what I mean like it's mm-hmm. like okay wow all right, get out of my feelings, get out of my like nerves. <laughs> How are you? You know, and just like yeah. really opening up uh, the conversation. But I think that I'm not prepared. Like I don't have business cards on me all the yeah. time. I don't have like my QR code, all these different tactics to mm-hmm. get yourself out there and to make it easy for someone to find you. I don't have that all the time. But I do think if we started thinking that way and just, um, you know, slipping it to the side and like, you know, throwing our ability to con- connect with somebody, cut yeah. that out. at the end of the day we just have to you know come correct and just be able to like let people connect with us as easy as possible yeah that always sucks too whenever you you go and you look and you're wanting to contact someone and the email's wrong yeah the damn phone numbers the less there's seven numbers or whatnot but yeah seven like no i had this weird experience um i was with my good friend dalian who just dipped out Uh, We went to a bar after work. It was like 1 a.m. on a Sunday, and they were like on their last call or whatever. And this guy who worked at an agency in L.A. who was here on business was at the bar. And this was like right around the time that, you know, Donald Trump got elected. And he was an older white gay male. (laughs) And he saw two of us, our black asses, in this gay bar. (laughs) late at night and I just remember talking to him and he was just asking us a bunch of questions and he asked us what we do and I was like yeah I went to school for communications blah 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 and then he's like oh well like give me your information um we have space in our office in New York and we he was just living it up and then I think it was mostly the liquor and also the fact that he was just kept saying that he loved us and I was like you don't even know us like (laughs) you don't even know us but you love us I said okay whatever so like I waited the next morning I messaged him because he was still in the area for business messaged him he messaged me back like yeah i'm gonna send it over to the hiring managers in new york or whatever and i'll let them know about you you're such a great spirit i enjoyed your company da, da, da. Do, 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 do. didn't hear anything back for like a couple of weeks like three weeks mm-hmm. so i messaged him again oh i'm gonna message them again for you i'm sorry to hear that they didn't get back to you let's see let's figure it out and it's like one of those rare occasions that i really was like getting out of my shell yeah. having a conversation even though he was like twisted <laughs> i was really sitting there like i need coins You're right 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 like what are we doing i don't know how many fucking drinks you had but like i need a coin and i'm taking <laughs> what you're saying for what it exactly. is like right. So I was kind of disappointed or whatever. And I think also, too, like being women, like the way we approach networking and like the avenues that we take, we are very particular with the words that we choose. Yeah, like have to be the environments that we're in. And when we finally like open up to make connections, we wanted to actually like fucking stick. follow through. Right, right. I was very, very fucking disappointed about, about that. I'm just like, man, like. When is it ever yeah. gonna lead to something else? Like sometimes you just want to shut up and just be like, you know, I'm good. And I think right now in my career, like I'm in a fuzzy place where I don't even know what my title is. Yeah. You know, I'm just here. Like I have this degree, I have this knowledge, I have this experience. I don't know what to do with it, kind of sorta, of, and yeah. I don't know what's how to present myself. So now I'm in this fuzzy place of like I don't even want to open my mouth to people because I don't. I how to cannot, phrase like, what, it and everything? Yes. yes. What can I say? I was having this conversation with you yesterday. 
What? Um, about I don't like when people ask me like yes. certain questions like career wise because I just like don't know what to say. Or like, oh, what are you doing next? Or things like that. Like, I don't have the answer right now. Leave me alone, please. I don't know at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Some people, you know, they always, you know, have an answer. And those are the people I'm like, how do you, you know, how do you know? They're like, making it up. Yeah. BS 101. <laughs> Honestly, I really think they're making it up. So the first thing that I was thinking about, in situations where you met this man who was a, a, in a position of power in New York, and he was, like, telling you and, like, kind of helping you chug things along, and then, like, it stopped, I would say maybe if that happened again, Whenever you get his attention, just say, hey, do you mind if I email the HR people instead? You know what I mean? Something like that. So, like, you have that connection. You have his name. He has clout in the company. So, it's nothing if you were just like, whoop, fine. I'm going to just write the email myself. Hi, dear hiring manager, I'm on behalf of Jim in the L.A. office. He told me this. You know what I mean? Kind of taking the responsibility away from them. Mm-hmm. And then you're able to just, like, you. That, then you own the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Girl, what was you? <laughs> just things that I learned because people are so busy yeah, when you're watching true. your boss you know quote unquote so busy but like there's there's quotas there's other stresses within the company like a, a director or whatnot. Mm-hmm. they are just thinking of so many things and until you find that person who invests in Ayana or invests in Sam you gotta take it in your own hands yeah. and like be your own advocate but use that connection to like push like your email through, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if a hiring manager saw like, oh, Jim, yes, I know he's a good guy, whatnot, I'm gonna talk to her, you know what I mean? So yeah, I just say like next time, just take the reins in your own hands. We can Google helps us so much with like finding like right? the, Yo. the emails. A lot of the guests that come to my job are like head people at um, CAA Ooh, and stuff like that. Yeah, like they're coming in for business lunches and bringing people in, um, you know, to talk about blase blase. And I'm just be sitting walking past a table like you done your dessert yet because because <laughs> i have a question and i have all their it's, it's so funny like because i'm a hostess like all their information is like on the computer and i at my maitre d at my job he was just like i like i didn't tell you to take their email and their phone number oh my <laughs> <I'm> God. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing the other people would do it you know and i feel like well, for me and you, I feel like we're just so like we have a comfort. Level yeah, like just, i don't know we have a respect for people's space because exactly but the people who don't kind of end up getting the things that they want i've noticed that like when people take the risk they're able to you know get the reward and you know what the worst thing that can happen if you got that email you do look like hey i normally don't do this you just kind of just frame it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i normally don't do this like i respect my job and i respect you but i am the best communicator that new york has seen like you know what i mean just like frame it that way no one is gonna hate that and it's not even like that the first interaction is like i need a job how about an informational coffee i think it's cool what you do i know that agency so well can i just have five minutes for you even a phone call i want to learn about you done and then whenever they're done talking about all their shit, then you talk about so i've done this this internship what opportunities do you know yeah. that's it just kind of and then you the hang up girl can you yeah. be my, my coach <laughs> My, yes, this I, is I my personal my whisperer. Guru. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I I watch people and I and specifically white people. I watch them like <laughs> why you whisper like that? <laughs> Listen, they do that when they say black people. Like this dude at my old oh, office, he's just, every time he said black, he's like, Wah. like I'm <laughs> saying what you need to say. You're saying and it, you so just say it. Just like bitch. they'll be like African American. Like why are you whispering? You're saying it. Just say, just it. say it. Oh my god. <laughs> 
But they do it all the time. Un- yeah. You know, that's not their word, but unapologetically, like, I want to do this, whatever, whatever. And I'm just like, y'all are so whack. So <laughs> now it's time for us to take it back. You yeah, know what I mean? So like, true. y'all are not going to be in these media companies, in these agencies that are pushing black content yeah. and then leave us behind. You know what I mean? As yeah. the assistant or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Yeah. So <laughs> when I was going to talk about Get mad, Shane. <laughs> and then Ayana, with you not you know, kind of holding yourself back and just, you know, being vocal about like this space where it's the gray area. I like this, but I don't know what that looks like in a career. Just talk about it. Just talk about what you like because someone's going to hear that. If it's like, maybe it might not be the person who's right in front of you who's asking and being nosy and all up in your space (laughs) saying like, oh, what do you want to do next? I think that like you have to feed people information. Mm. And even if it's not clear in a month, Maybe, or two months, someone's going to reach out to you like, I remember you said you liked advertising. I don't know if it's your evangelist anymore, but whatever, whatever, whatever. God, I got to feed people information yeah. that's like in your brain. And then you just, you know what I mean? It's kind of like putting the bait out there. Yes. I'm writing down these notes. Yes. Like, I just, I've, I have had such a, a long journey So like, I'm not even happy right now. I'm an associate manager of strategy and activation. Okay. But I still... At the end of my day, I'm doing expense reports for three people. Like, I have had such a journey of, like, four internships, advertising assistant at the Architectural Digest magazine, then a coordinator at Architectural Digest, and then just literally a month, it took a year and a half for me to find my next role that was, like, elevation, Mm -hmm. that was more money, that was autonomy in my work, that was, you know, just, like, really putting myself not being um, put into that assistant box. So when I tell you that, like, Yes, it was those cold emails that you're sending, just like, I want a fucking job. You know what I mean? Or, hi, I, you know, putting that stupid face on, like, I think it's so cool we can do it. No, and it's like, really, <laughs> you bitch? Know, no. just, you know, just like, but you have to do it because, like, people are not going to, um, think about you yeah. unless you just like make that first you know light that incense like yeah. light that that um that match that match a fire of Ayana fire or of Shay or of Sam you know what I mean yeah like getting getting those little nuggets out of your head and like giving it to somebody it'll come back to you literally like six months or what like it'll spark you know what I mean but how do you know you know I know I get what you're saying but then it's kind of like I'm on the re- on the receiving end I would think I'm not listening to you right now. Like, would you, you though? If people helped you get I mean, to where you it are, it depends I, the situation. No, you wouldn't because you see the struggle right now. You, if you were in a position to be getting like loads of emails from people mm-hmm. who are looking for opportunities, you when you be, are, because you will. Yeah, people. like you would not be sitting here talking about something. Yeah. Like you're, you're gonna actually be looking through them and like really. Y- yes and no. I, okay. I, I mean, think- I can see it though, cause you don't even text a bitch back. So. No, exactly. Okay, wait, okay. for another podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait one second. That is not. True. I be waiting months for a reply on Twitter. Like, okay. Oh she my gosh. But she's tweeting about something else. Okay. Five minutes before. Listen, I'm not gonna explain me and my phone situation, but no. In terms of like, I guess like the people who. I wouldn't, what I'm saying, I'm not listening to you. I guess it's like their, you know, their approach. Yeah. And I sometimes feel that way. Like, okay, maybe whatever the person is saying, they're not, I'm, they're not interested in what I have to say. So this whole thing is a complete miss. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's people's approach kind of that would make you kind of get turned off. Cause I'm like, people come and ask you things. Oh, can you do this? Can you put this on this site? Can you send this oh, email to God, such and such? Right. I'm like, are you serious about it? Like right. if you just, you know, send me a DM 
and just straight up that's it well you how do you know the, if you don't carry it on you know what i mean no i do but if i say send me an email and you don't send me nothing then i know that's a personal problem that's you're right. not yeah, yeah so don't come to me later on when you see me and like yo what's up like you know what's up kind of thing right you know that's why etiquette for networking does have to be sharpened mm-hmm. like across the board and i i'm not even gonna say like it's relative to our age it's really I think people think it is like, yeah, I'm going to go to this networking event. Like it's open bar and then you get there and then it's like a complete turn up and you can't hear and people are (laughs) dropping hot dogs on the ground. It's like, oh my God, this is not what I signed up for. How am I going to get the job? Um, I work for like in my free time on this organization called Black and Advertising and it's really putting the spotlight on media, like the back end of it. Not just like editors, not editorial, not people who are like writing the content and the pieces, but like us in the background who are like putting together the plans, putting together the advertising dollars to the different like the posts and the brands mm-hmm. like within within all of these companies and we want to focus on creating those genuine real-time connections where people can like figure out, oh, there's an HR person from Viacom, here's someone from Spotify who is a decision maker like how yeah. do we shift like our networking from peer to peer to peer to decision maker? Yeah peer to person who can get get you that job someone who can vouch for you at the end of the day um and i i think it is just you know we have to sharpen our approach don't walk up to somebody the first thing out of your mouth shouldn't be like i am an assistant i do this this and this at my job i am so interested and passionate about you know what i mean just like shifting our talking points whenever we're networking um i think that'll help yeah yeah because i think that you know networking it does need to be um it does need to be just like refocus. Like we need to go to these colleges and like yeah. just help people. Yeah. Tell them like no, you, it's not like it doesn't. It's not this force. It's so much more than um, feeling like it's a, it's a drain because it can be. Yeah, fun. I guess it can be. Fun. It can be, but I get completely turned off by the exactly. whole like term and notion. I'm just like, oh my god, no, I don't want to like, work for networking. You do it naturally. I try. <laughs> I try. Let's Both spin this a little bit and talk about, you know, a little bit more about the etiquette of networking mm-hmm. as far as like women trying to get more, you know, um, opportunities in these spaces mm-hmm. and how the reactions we get from our male counterparts in the industry. Like you hit up someone for an opportunity and it mm. automatically turns into a text conversation about what you do on Friday night. Yeah, like, no. Cut it off. Don't even let it get there. Yes. You know? I think it does. I think it does start. Um, don't even let it be a text message. If it's true, like, you really want something out of it, mm. I think that it starts, it starts and stays in the email. email. Or if it starts and maybe you um, had a conversation on Twitter, hey, Jim, let's just take this to email here it is yeah. you know what not like it's just it's better it's more professional it doesn't uh there's no opportunity for it to be 2 a.m and you accidentally sent this man who you want to work for yeah. a drunk text you yes. know what i mean just yeah. like keep it all in email i think that's the best way and then if he does start texting with you friday night just ignore it i was gonna say i was like i'm rude though so i would ignore <laughs> it no yeah like, but like I, I would just say I don't, get it. I don't feel I comfortable had, with this. I had those experiences. Like I used to do radio back in college, and a lot of the connections I made was through t- Twitter. And of course, I gave them our radio email, and it will come down to the point where, like, okay, they're lost in the studio. I have to give them my number so that they can mm-hmm. find us or whatever. Um, and then after that, we'll post and tag people on 
on Instagram and then it'll turn into like, okay, I'm going to follow you now on your personal Instagram. And then it's like, oh, three months later, you post a selfie and then it's a mess. It's a DM. It's like, oh my God, like leave me alone. Like men are crazy. (laughs) But that happened to me recently with uh, Snapchat. This guy, you know, he's asking me to, you know, help him with some social media stuff. And this is on, you know, like Snapchat. I'm like, okay, well, if you're serious, you have my email. Like, send it to me. Right. Like, no, I'm going to, like, nah, I think we should just continue talking here. One, how does that even make sense? Two, I read it and I'm, I did not answer you because I told you how to contact me. You think yeah. I'm right. still going to have a conversation? Snapchat is not the avenue. First of all, not the place. I'm not saving that whole shit, that whole conversation. Things get deleted. So exactly. extra. If I'm telling you how to contact me, you decide, no, I'm going to contact you this way. Yeah, that's because you know. Yeah, no. Pizza Hut, you're the Pizza Hut number and his cell phone. <laughs> that's why he want to keep it on Snapchat. Like, like that's, But why? Yeah. Like, if we're, if we're trying to set up a business relationship, that shouldn't even be the case. Like, it's not. To oh, me, it makes yeah. sense. It make life that's weird. Another. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Did you respond? No. I opened it. <laughs> See what happened? Well, that's his life. Again, that's a personal problem. Like, how serious are you? Yeah. It's weird. Like, but I feel like because a, a lot of things are male dominated, they, they have a way of communicating. And then obviously it takes them a while to have the same level of respect mm-hmm. for women. So in their heads, it's like, oh, well, I don't see you professionally. I'm trying to, you know bone or whatever you know yeah like Like, i feel like if anytime i contact a guy for anything whether it's like you know gonna be about this podcast or anything in the future i feel like they automatically assume like oh she hit me up because she think i'm cute like i don't i don't (laughs) (laughs) negative i think you actually do are doing well at what you do Mm -hmm. i respect your grind and hustle i'm also on my grind and hustle like let's Let's connect we could probably get this money together Mm -hmm. some way somehow i can help promote you you can help promote me but i'm not trying to promote that dick into my pussy though like (laughs) I, i don't care for it Okay. No, but I'm there okay. are some guys who do keep professional and shout outs to those. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I had to hop in one of these guys' DMs because um I was I needed to use his photos for a post I was doing. And normally those conversations can go, you know, real left. It's a DM. But you know, he kept the real professional and I was like, Oh my god, this is refreshing. And it's weird that that's refreshing, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the norm. Exactly. It's not that, which is crazy because Listen, we're trying to, trying to get this money. We don't need to be doing all that extra shit. Well, what are some goals that you guys have as far as, like, um, progressing in your career? And, like, like, what do you see yourself doing as far as, like, networking goals? Like, is there something or someone that you want to reach out to that you've thought about and you just haven't had the chance to? Or mm. I don't think I'm wording it right. <laughs> I don't know if at this moment I'm I wouldn't say a person, but I wanna my goal is to be more confident mm-hmm. in my delivery when I'm talking to people. I re- I noticed that I'm always questioning myself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I'm unsure. So I know that that is translated to the other person. So my goal is just to be more confident and get clarity so that I'm able to, you know, you know, say what I need to say, get my point across, let the person know I mean business, you know. And that takes practice too. That really does. I think that yeah, being intentional with your words. On the other on the Poor other agreements. end. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> on the other end, that person has, then they have no question, no doubt about what it is that yeah. you're approaching them for. You know, and that does take practice. If you want to, you know, sit down with your sister or whatever to say whatever, she's not even there yet, yeah. but it'll be good for her to see. Yeah. But um, yeah, just you know, sit back and like you know, practice that elevator pitch, that like five to ten, twenty second, you know, mm-hmm. like what Ayana is good at. That'll help you. Do you guys remember your elevator pitch no. in like from college? Did you have to have one? I did. I definitely did. I don't remember it. Me either. I came up with one, but I forgot it too. I definitely forgot I think mine. I, I think I remember mine. It was like, hi, my name is Samantha Apollo, and I'm a, a graduate of Temple University with a degree in... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so long with a degree in um, um, broadcast and telecommunications and mass media. Oh, yeah. So we did, when we did that, they called it our Howard intro. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Howard whenever intro. you like stood up, let's say you're at like a panel or something, you would introduce yourself that was like the thing anyone anytime you get up hi my name is Ayana uh, yes. marketing major from Brooklyn New York kind of thing so wow. to me in my head that wasn't an elevator pitch because it was like that's how you're supposed to introduce yourself mm-hmm. when you're speaking but um yeah it that, might be really in- I'm sorry, let me tell you all. I think it would be very inspirational too to like think about that like what was I trying to be in right. college <laughs> yo it's totally different now like like it, I really was when I was in college my whole focus was being an on-air personality I wanted to break artists I wanted to be that first person to like be on the streets with this new shit mm-hmm. and just open up that avenue for everyone to just like enjoy everything that I like listening to because everything I like to listen to was definitely not on the radio yeah. it still isn't on the radio <laughs> it's true there's like one or two artists are like super duper Kyle but that was only because he had Yachty, Yachty on his song yeah. like yeah. he should have been on radio like two years ago Dang. TBH because he's been selling out shows for two years what really in, in New York that's a story Okay. Listen, they're getting that show money, so they're not even really worried. Yeah, Honestly. shout out to like Tech Nine and all them independents yeah. who don't they even need all the extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say I do have like an ongoing um, kind of goals for like just connections. Period. Like if that's for. Um, the black and advertising group like we need to just make sure that we're you know just out there but then also like making partnerships with other like black media organizations Um, so like we're a new organization just dropped like we have to just make sure that you know we're always on the ground talking about it Um, I want to make more connections internally because it's a big company Condé Nast and you can get lost as a fish, and I feel I have a lot of exposure um, in this agency. Like the agency itself is new uh, as of May one, April one, sorry. But like as with each month, like I have like doing and communicating and talking with people that I never expected myself to be. Like Friday, walking out of the walking out of the building. Didn't want to be there all day. It's six <laughs> o'clock. I have a somewhere to be. I look at my look at my Slack. It's our internal communication mm-hmm. software. I open it up. There's a message from our senior vice president strategy. Ooh. I'm like, what does she need? Open it up. She says, can you email forward this email that I sent to our senior vice president of the company Ooh. and tell them this is why we we did X, Y, and Z. I was like. Outside the C train, walk over, drop the shit up, and then I sent it. It's like you know, my name is in like this inbox, yeah, and exactly. it's just it was weird as I've never had that kind of exposure before. Um, so it's just like this is really important. Like you know, your name is all you have in life. Yeah. So I just I look at that as you know who you're connected to, who has like your eyeballs on you. Like that's gonna help propel you to the next role. Um, and especially like something like that, I would put that on my resume. 
sharp communication skills with high level uh, entities within the Condé Nast. Yeah, I'm not ready. That's what I did. You know, like that's those are just some something things that. I feel like are just going to be important, like to get to the even next level of where I'm at now. Um, and I just want more connections, period, because like I am focusing on events and strategy and maybe a little bit production, but like eventually I want to do like Tyler the Creator's fashion show shit. Like yeah. I want to be in like a like an underground agency that does shit like that. But I'm only gonna, excuse me, I'm only gonna find that if people know. Yeah. That I want that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like who they're connected to, like, oh, my cousin, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can just see the channel, like the, the chain of uh, relationships, like connecting yeah. to like the cool shit that we want to do. Like we don't need to work for these fake ass, white ass um, companies because they don't, they so don't, true. they're not the pulse of culture. They're, they're really not. not. You know? They're so not. So I think like, you they know, we got to find them. They don't know anything. <laughs> and they look at you, um, so, uh, these, 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 these ha- this hair, it's new. <laughs> It's not. It's not. It's not. Okay. <laughs> With these cocoa braids or whatever the fuck that <laughs> what they call it. What she say? Cocoa um, ice cubes wipe or ice cubes I don't wipe? know what the fuck she called, but like it's she's like, not been given a pass. <laughs> uh, yeah. What did she call them? She, it was like cocoa side something. I'm like good. braids. I'm like, girl. girl <laughs> you are so tired and old. Like, oh, my worry. God. <laughs> Nah, but they gotta stop. They gotta stop Columbus and everything. It's actually ridiculous at this point. Yeah, I think my goals as far as networking in the future is definitely going to be to help build this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I really want to use, you know, dope girl dialect as, uh, you know. Say what's on your heart. I don't know. I'm like the kumbaya. Right here. Um, I definitely want to use this as a channel for other, you know, creatives to, you know, build upon themselves and to also make those connections with other creatives Mm -hmm. and um, just have this be an open space and forum for everyone to talk about like the ills and the upsides of, you know, trudging through this industry. Like, even though right now in this very moment episode three <laughs> samantha Shade, i don't know what the fuck i'm doing y'all hi <laughs> and that's Could never okay. tell like, <laughs> i don't know what the fuck i'm doing and it took me a while to like get to this position but i i definitely want to be here for other people who feel the same way that i do and i want them to feel like you know comfortable in their skin and understanding that like this shit takes time it does like you see other people and they got like 75 things tagged on the, you know, Twitter bio and you only got <laughs> where you live and, you know, that you like lollipops. Cool. That's your starting point. Exactly. That works you for know, you. Yeah. Like you will get there. Like you'll mm-hmm. be able to have those ads in your bio. But, you know, I just want people to, you know, understand like Dope Girl Dialect is going to be a home for y'all. Like if y'all don't understand where y'all going. If y'all confused, if you're in a weird spot and position, like this podcast is for you. Like we want you Join to tune family. in <laughs> and to listen in and to get every little nugget. And Shay, you're like the perfect person to come here because I was not expecting to get like my life. Right. <laughs> but really, like it's a journey. Like we all we have is time. And the once you realize it that like how much power you have it's just it's full steam ahead like we all have to just continue to get out of our own ways because that's what it is yeah. this podcast is off the ground and it's it's running and you guys are just going to just continue to grow it's when you believe in each other and lean yeah. on each other it's going to be it is really really dope thanks Black really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a moment in the episode where of course Jan's 
the goddess. She <laughs> highlights the dope-ish, dope moment, dope person of the episode. Um, yeah, so we're going to take it back to TD. Of course. Shout out. <laughs> TD lover. <laughs> to Kung Fu Kenny, K-Dot, Kendrick Lamar. Um, he's obviously dope for many reasons. But um, most recently, I've been very... What's the word I'm looking for? Just enthralled. Yeah, enthralled. Enthralled. <laughs> enthralled, enamored by his like live show. Um, I remember seeing him for the first time in DC for BC Music Matters. And real small Howard Theater, real small, not many people mm-hmm. doing some like real chill shit. And he's at this point where he's like doing like Donda type Kanye West shit. And I'm just like, wow, like this is amazing to watch, you know, like the growth that he's had, like as like a, you know, an artist. Most, you know, your favorite rapper is just walking back and forth on stage, like mm-hmm. Kendrick's cream moments here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like breathtaking moments that I think you know people I know for sure I'm gonna live with forever because that shit's sick I remember my first time seeing Kendrick it was back in like 2011 or 12 and it was a show in Philly um that they did on the uh Penn's Landing and I was doing press for a magazine and I was backstage doing interviews and I this show had like Brandy on it oh. and um a couple other people oh L Varner all the people and i remember he was in the back doing the press pit and the character like the way he carries himself same way he does today Mm -hmm. like very to himself quiet um just like i don't know it's something about him that i love like his presence it's very strong but it's not boastful Mm -hmm. it's not like arrogant and it's it is very endearing like you really want to support you want to continue supporting him mm. and not to mention like we were looking at his a uh, uh, couple of pictures from some yeah. shoot that he did he getting fine he getting fine oh he my really god is. i don't okay. know about that little brain right. like his right brain. i want him my goal or a dream is to have him um press his hair because <laughs> you know it's fucking popping. It like, right is. Get on his Snoop Dogg real Honestly, quick. I wanted to do it so bad. I've been like trying to put that in the universe. Quick. <laughs> on his DJ Quick though. Hey. <laughs> no, but he get. Yeah, I was like, it's something about him. It's like he on his grown man. Like honestly, I'm just like. First it was Schoolboy Q for me and you. Yeah. And now it's like now we on Kendrick ass. Like I'm like yo. <laughs> All right. Kendrick says it for me, just like, um, I remember when I first listening to Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> just the way, like, I've never, I guess, I don't know, maybe just at that point in my life, like, I just never heard, or, he, he and Frank Ocean, the same thing, just weaving stories within their albums. Right. Like, I don't know, those samples, just the, the voiceover from their parents. I was just like, you are just on some other kind of shit. Yeah. And it was, it's so special. And like, it became yeah, I the norm say. after that. Did you realize? Like, yeah. after everybody started doing that shit. And I was like, damn, all right, y'all. I mean, it worked. But Kendrick, you know, not saying that he was the first person to do it, but I hadn't seen it as much mm-hmm. since, you know. At that moment. Yeah, he did good. Because that moment was like Travis Port. No, I could be wrong. I know y'all no. are like music people, so I could be no, so, so wrong. No, definitely Travis Porter. Because it was, was like Tra- 2011. Yeah, yeah, 2000, yeah. Yeah, 12 around that time. Definitely Travis Porter. Shout out. Where they at? Where they at? Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. 
But yeah, he Kendrick is on some other shit. I can't wait to see what he does next. He's not done. He's, He's not, not done. Oh man, no. he is. He, he got a while to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He the Beyonce of this shit. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> and when they perform together, you know you get to have your moments by yourself. Yes. Well, shout out to K Dot Man and the whole TDE fam. Shining, You know, <laughs> doing their thing. Shay. Shout out all of your, you know, if you want people to follow you. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. I'll do it. This is the networking episode. This is the networking so. episode. Yeah. I mean, I, my Twitter, Instagram, Shay underscore LoJ, S-H-A-Y underscore L-O-J-A-Y. Uh, I am not as professional as I am <laughs> in real life on social media, but I would enjoy your company. You know? <laughs> I mean, we're the same. We're not, you know, we do our thing, but we are. That's that's why people fuck with us because we have personality and you're a real person at the end of the day. Like, 100%. We all shit. We all, you know. She makes really Mm -hmm. great green juice. You do? If you have a hangover. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite Mm -hmm. recipe? Drop that right now. (laughs) Oh, I will. Okay. So my go-to, 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 I'm all about like um, clearing your digestion, um, focusing on your skin and... um, Keeping your... You have gorgeous skin, and, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. It's from my, my recipe. So my <laughs> whole dream, I work right now in advertising and live events and branded content, but like I want to be, I want to own a juice bar that's a lounge in the backyard, like all kinds of stuff. So I'm working on my recipes, but I'll give you all a little tip. Uh, kale, spinach, ginger, turmeric, black pepper, spirulina, uh, kiwi, Lime juice, mango, pineapple. That's a lot, but I'm telling you, like, I use, like, go heavy, heavy, heavy on your kale and spinach, and you're set. Like, you, you will be very. Yes, I did. That was kiwi in there? Oh, I ran out. But see, yes. see I <laughs> knew there was no kiwi. No. It was so good. <laughs> I ran out, but that is my go to. So, that is the recipe for clear skin, for a clear mind, and um, really, you know, by fighting your, like, uh, respiratory system as well. Okay, girl, I'm going to be in them DMs. (laughs) (laughs) Please do. Join me. Join me. Because then I would love to come back and then we could talk more about smoothies and wellness. Yeah, and then we can definitely be hosting, you know, Dope Girl Dialect sessions at your juice bar. Exactly. Y'all, please. The launch. All right, we're building. We're building. We're working. Getting it together. Okay, shoot. Okay, we want to say thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Dope Girl Dialect. Of course, you can follow us on all social media, Twitter and IG at Dope Girl Dialect. That's D-O-P-E-G-I-R-L-D-I-A-L-E-C-T-A. <laughs> you can email us at dopegirldialect at gmail.com and make sure you're hashtagging us to join the conversation at hashtag DGDPod. And this is your girl, Samantha Sade. Yeah, I'm the goddess. And we out. <laughs>